Hello and welcome to the very first Film Fan Podcast. <laughs> Guys, I gotta tell you, I am extremely excited to get started doing this. For those of you that don't know who I am, my name is Caleb Fortenberry, and I will be your host for the duration of this show and all the many to come. Full disclosure, I am not a professional on TV or films or cinema or photography, lighting, sound, blah, 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 blah. I am just a huge film fan. All right, <laughs> we got a great show for you guys tonight. Coming up, we have the movie of the week, BoobTube Mania, We View Previews, and Cinema Trivia. Tonight, we have some very special guests joining us, Authentic Airwaves' Nick Fortenberry and Andrew Hughes. What's going on, fellas? Hey, what's up, brother? How's it going, bud? Doing good. So, uh, you guys, y'all are audio engineers that are beginning a business together partners right correct absolutely yes okay um so with that what it, what all does your business entail just uh for the listeners so we i mean because we've talked about it we kind of know i kind of know what's going on but uh just so the listeners kind of know what's going on too cool so we're a recording service and a record label so not only do we offer the recording, mixing, mastering, all that for our artists and everything, but we're willing to take them to the next step, too, and not only distribute their music, but promote it, try and get them shows, host parties, things like that. Okay, okay. Um, now, as far as you two being uh, business partners, what is uh, y'all's relationship as far as... Um, what do you like, apply? Who, who does... Who, <laughs> who, <laughs> Who does what? That's that's what I'm kind of curious about. He's the gopher. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm really kidding. So um, my uh, my main role is um, I'm one of the artists for Authentic Airways, and then also um, I'm in charge of a lot of, uh, a lot of like the social media uh, and stuff, and then um, also uh, A and R. So like keeping up with like uh, keeping up with uh, a lot of the artists and everything as well. Um, okay, and then I'm also one of the producers and one of the uh, engineers for the uh, company as well. And then, yeah, Andrew over here, he pretty much does it all. Yeah, I'm pretty much doing the same stuff as Nick, except I'm not. I haven't been a featured artist like he has. So I think Nick was our act- first actual artist, and we've just been producing and trying to get yeah. his sound going. And uh, I think Uncommon Hoodlum dropping July 1st, by the way. Yeah, we've got a great okay. workflow together. We've been working for a while together now, but uh, yeah, Nick, first artist, he's been great. But as far as stuff that I do, um, I've been working with a few different bands, uh, recording, mixing, mastering, doing that stuff for them. And uh, other than that, just working on learning how to get a record label going. Honestly, we've never done anything like this before. So Yeah. Yeah. So y- y'all have the know-how as far as... Uh, you know how to create the content and everything but you just don't know the business side of it yet and you're you're working on it's what i'm kind of gathering we're not going to give you all our tricks (laughs) (laughs) so you guys uh y'all already have the business set up and y'all are uh planning on debuting it on uh next month or when is that we haven't set any concrete dates yet um like i said but we are operating yeah, we are operating. Like, okay, so, we're definitely still able to provide our services for everyone, except for things like um, 
promotion. Our promotion side isn't as strong as it's going to be because we're still working on getting our, you know, um, social media yeah. all fully up and running and going. Gotcha. Um, we've also got a few blogs that are interested in us. Um, they're going to be blogging about us, but that's only once we launch, you know. Right. So, okay, that's uh, that's awesome. Y'all seem like y'all got it all together, and uh, well, I'm glad, glad y'all are here way. on the show. Huh? So I'm glad it seems that way. Yeah, really glad. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm glad y'all could y'all could actually make it to the show tonight. That's uh, I was really hoping y'all it was, could. It was so a tough Ed, drive. Oh my gosh! So for uh, all the listeners out there that doesn't know, um, Nick Fortenberry is actually my cousin. It's crazy. We have the same last name. I know it's so. weird. It's a weird coincidence. <laughs> yeah. Right. All right, guys. So uh, first topic of today uh, we're going to start off with the movie of the week movie of the week this is a little segment where i watch a movie during the week that i may or may not have seen before and i also ask my guests to watch the movie as well uh but i try to watch it with an open mind and just talk about it and the movie of the day is yeah it's it's <laughs> it's rebirth yeah <laughs> i'm sorry okay <laughs> no you're good you're good all right, so uh, I like to give a little bit of a synopsis for the movie for all you people that don't know. If you've never seen it, it's actually on Netflix. Um, gotta Netflix love Netflix, original, man. Right? They come, yeah, it's yeah. a Netflix original. They come out with all kinds of great cinematic awesomeness. So uh, <laughs> here's the rundown, okay? There's this white-collar suburban dad named Kyle. Played by Fran Kranz. I don't know if that's how you say his name. He's a B-roll actor. so Who is confronted by his old college pal, (laughs) Zach, who is played by Adam Goldberg. And that dude has been in a lot of movies. Uh, I really like him as an actor. Yeah. And Zach tells him all about this retreat he just went to. And he invites him to it that weekend. He goes, uh, gives up all his pocket possessions, you know, his phone, wallet, etc. And spoiler alert, it's a thriller or a psychodrama or an action. Just a spoiler alert before that. Well, no yeah, I probably should have. There, you are, know, no <laughs> there are no spoilers. It's, it's basically no spoilers. It's, it's basically in the preview, though. Rule it's basically. It, <laughs> yeah, that's right. You that's ruined true. it. Yeah, I ruined it, man. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, well, uh, what do you guys think about it? I know y'all watched what it. Did you make really me watch? recently? Yeah, <laughs> it was crazy. So, it was insane. So the story to this, the whole reason why I picked this one was uh, I'm a big fan of thrillers, okay? Um, Not so much like remembering them and what they're about. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) So, uh, you know, any movie that I can find on Netflix typically or Amazon Prime or whatever internet streaming business – I'll look through their thrillers genre and uh, just try to find something that's not like super spooky, but actually has like, you know, mind bending sort of twists to it, you know, just based off of the, uh, the trailer. So I saw the trailer for this one and I was like, you know, that looks pretty good. I think, uh, I think I'll try it. And uh, yeah, that's just kind of how it happened. So what'd you think about the movie? Um, where do we start? Really, though. At um, first, at first, I thought it was like the, that Zach 
was trying to get him into this huge like orgy thing. Yeah, yeah. It's like first, <laughs> first of all, though, like first of all, like though on the real, like Zach's argument to try to convince Kyle like to go to rebirth is like me trying to convince Andrew to like go out. <laughs> so yeah. Andrew's Andrew's a homebody, is what I'm gathering. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. He's a work body. I will say that. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. I got you. Work, work, bus, whatever. I got you. <laughs> yeah, that scene was so long where he was trying to convince him to go into the rebirth thing. He was crazy. Seriously, thought it was all sexual. Yeah. So, all right. Besides that portion, I mean, like, when it got into the action, you know, did y'all like? Were y'all? What, what were you thinking? What were you feeling like Confusion. in that moment? Yes, exactly. Mass yeah. confusion. Holy you crap! Re- uh, like. I'm not gonna lie. It was. It had me holding on that I really wanted to know what was gonna happen. Oh, me too. It, it, like the you know the first part of it, I was like, oh, it's just a cheesy Netflix film. Blah blah. blah. It's gonna be this big. Like you said, you think it's gonna be an orgy or whatever. <laughs> and uh, maybe that's the part that's holding you on. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I was like, Caleb cracked the code. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm like, you know, because he kept uh, he kept playing it off, playing it off, playing it off, where he didn't want anything to do with the sexual stuff. And uh, that's where I was like, okay, so this this might turn into something else. And that was kind of my cue from the movie that it was going to turn into something else. And then the, the dude got punched in the face, and that part was like weird to me. That whole scene was just didn't make any sense. Whole movie, it was crazy. Yeah, <laughs> especially how air like you you open the room and there's that girl air who's talking like some crazy spiritual you know guru, and then all of a sudden she gets off you know, the middle chair or whatever, and then she's just, like, this crazy, like, low self-esteem tweaker or whatever. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you had no idea that was going to happen either. You're no. just like, He's yeah. just like, and then, like, at the, at the end of that, like, scene, he's just like, oh, come on, let's be friends. Yeah, yeah, what? yeah no. no. Yeah, this is the worst that's going to happen. I was just making an example of you. It's okay. It's done. Yeah, what kind of bull crap is that, man? I'd, like... And that was the other thing, you know, he's like you can leave anytime you want to was oh, God. like what held him on. I don't know what about that whole part of the movie like makes them feel like they have to stay, you know, <laughs> yeah. they're told they can leave whenever they want. But they can't really leave, though, is the thing. Yeah. Well, can they? I, I don't know. Because the door was locked whenever he said. You know, you know, you can leave anytime you want. He's sitting well, there slamming on the door, but, trying to get yeah. out. But you got, but you got to think too. Like he tried to like actually like leave, and what they do? Yeah, they like took uh, over his whole entire life. Yeah, basically. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, and so like, you got to kind of think back, like thinking back to that guy who like opened like in like in the orientation, like started talking how he before rebirth had three houses and two boats. Yeah, I, I didn't even think about that stuff. That's true. I don't know. It was really good, though. Uh, this movie only got 27% on Rotten Tomatoes. I mean, it wasn't the best acting, uh, but there was definitely a lot of emotion portrayed by Kranz. Um, you know, and that's a lot to put on an actor for the entire movie, it seemed like. Or, you know, about 70% of the movie, the dude's just, like, in panic. Yeah. And... Uh, that's like so much to put on one actor to sell it every single scene that he's like legit trying to get the heck out of there, you know. But I, you know, I got to give it to uh, the credit to the directors and the writers for uh, keeping me on edge. Um, it it was hard to 
uh, get into at the beginning. They didn't really have any sold until he actually got to the the convention thing, you know, rebirth uh, for the weekend. So yeah, I was thinking it was a little cheesy, especially in like the first ten minutes with all that dialogue. But uh, no, it really <laughs> it really picked off, picked up, and took off. Yeah, yeah, totally agree. And uh, FYI, I love a good Zolly in a film. So uh, if a movie has one, expect me to say something. Uh, so for you guys, do y'all know what a Zolly is? I don't. Good golly, what's a Zolly? <laughs> so it's where you do a dolly in a shot in reverse direction and the same speed of a zoom or pull while maintaining the focus on the subject. Wow, that was a mouthful. It, it creates an illusion in movies like Jaws when Sheriff Martin Brody sees a shark out in the ocean. Uh, you know, it's like an iconic scene that Spielberg, you know, created. Uh, which, in my opinion, was the best use of it ever. Like, out of all the movies I've ever seen, well, you're to your them opinion. have one. <laughs> yeah, I am. You're right. Uh, you know, it's because I, I love that movie. But uh, sure. this movie had one scene in it where, or one shot where they used a Zolly in a very effective way. And it's, uh, you know, it's usually when a character gets this, like, realization and it's like that oh crap moment, you know? You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like whenever he yeah. realized he couldn't get out of it. Yeah, or something crazy was happening. Yeah, they had that in this movie, and it was really good. So, um, you know, on a, on a scale of 1 to 10, what would you guys rate this? I would put it around an 8. Maybe even a really? 9. May- yeah. Wow. Okay, just because of how hard I think this hits home to a lot of people, especially who those who have family members or friends wrapped up in Scientology. Like, oh, man, this is... <laughs> It is crazy possible and, I mean, probable. Like, this stuff happens all the time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We are not a cult. Exactly. Yeah, yeah I was like, what would, what <laughs> would about that part. want you to cheer? No, no, we what, what, I love, what I love is like, how in that part, too, he's explaining how the place is not like a cult. And so the second rule is no leaders, right? And he's right. like, a cult doesn't want you to lead. Wow. You know, I think I'm probably going to go back and watch it again just because there's, like, so much of those, like, foreshadowing moments at the beginning of the movie that you don't catch. Yeah. But, yeah. I would probably give it a 6 out of 10, honestly, because, I I mean, I've seen better movies. You know. But uh, what what about you, Nick? So I'm thinking definitely, like, a... uh... Probably a good solid seven, honestly. Like really? a seven and a half, maybe. Honestly, I okay. thought it was a pretty good little flick. I'm giving it a ten. I did. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Sorry. No. Bleep it out. You're, You're good. Sorry. You're good. We'll, we'll bleep it out later. It'll be all good. So I don't have to put the explicit on <laughs> iTunes. But put, oh, but put the, put the, put the, give it out a ten. I don't know. <laughs> so. A 10, 6, and 7. So for you listeners out there, you need to go check out Netflix Rebirth. All right? It's a good thriller. It's definitely not a family movie, but you might enjoy it. Well, we can really... <laughs> no. The, oh, no. The end of it, they had the whole family go into it. So well, that's like, true. <laughs> that's horrible. You think about that little kid. I oh know, okay. That's horrible. Tom Cruise. Boobtubemania. All right. Dude, what is hot right now? What's uh what's a good series on television? Huh? <laughs> Let me I'm going to do that again. So what is hot right now? What's a good series on television? 
You might have heard of uh, Westworld has recently premiered season two. Yeah, and the second episode is just come out tonight, I believe. Um, but we're gonna cover the whole thing, and uh, we're at what you know where we're at with this new season. So, uh, Nick, I know you're a huge fan, apparently a super fan of Westworld. Uh, so I've heard. Uh, you want to catch us up to speed on what's okay, going I'm not on com- in season one? No, I'm one? not completely updated at all on Westworld. <laughs> yeah, I've, I get, okay. I've, I've seen it before, but it's not like. Yeah. So, well, I mean, what, just in your uh, in your own words, what would you? How would you describe? So, like uh, from the Westworld starting from what off. I've seen, so, from what I've seen on Westworld, it's like insane. So, like, it's a bunch of robots that. Um, just like, so Westworld is a place you can go and you can kill robots basically. And they, you, you have sex with them. You can do <laughs> that pretty much sums it up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, um, so, uh, basically in like, I guess like what, like the ro- what, like some of the robots start to like have memories and everything. And so you like kind of go through like their consciousness and it's kind of, kind of trippy really. Um, but, um. Yeah, and then there's this, like, big boss guy that's, like, been going to Westworld for, like, 15 years. He has a lot of money and apparently nothing to do. The man in black. The man in black, yeah. A lot of money and nothing to do. Right. Right. Um, Well, and I think there, I mean, that guy, there's a reason he's on this series. So, if if you guys don't know, there's actually 11 directors so far uh, with this series. Because each one, it's... Like watching a movie, um, <laughs> like you just gotta watch them all together at one time, or you will not know what's going on. And actually, half the time you don't even know what's going on through the whole series because it's like flashbacks back and forth, future, present, past, throughout it all jumbled up. I don't know if y'all have ever seen Lost, but Lost was filmed like that a lot of times. You were trying to figure out what was going on, and you had no idea until the very end of that uh, episode. And that's Westworld does it very effectively, I think personally. Now, Andrew, I don't know. Have you ever uh, have you ever seen Westworld? I've seen maybe maybe two episodes, but I mean, I how Nick summed it up was basically what I thought about it. You could just go to this crazy place where they have robots who have AI, and you can kill them, and it doesn't matter. And then they start to fight back. Apparently, I don't know. I saw part of one episode where one went rogue or something. <laughs> so that's yeah, basically season one. They're just trying to figure out uh, why they're going crazy. And who's behind it? And uh, me. there's a lot. I, mean, I now don't want to spoil anything because by the time you get to season two, that's when everything uh, really gets crazy. Um, you finally understand, or you feel like you're under, you understand a lot of it. Um, but I don't think that uh, we actually do. Like they're still just messing with their minds. Um, yeah, that's it personally. So uh, from Everything that I've seen, uh, I've, I watched all of season one. I watched the first episode of season two, and uh, it, you know, the first episode of season two, I expected a little bit more and a little bit more explanation for what happened in the season finale of last season, mm-hmm. and it didn't really deliver on that. So I'm hoping this the next episode that just came out will actually give some more insight to that. But uh, you know, who knows? Um, I certainly enjoy it, though. I think it's a great series. Um, they spend a lot of money on it. I know that. 
The production but, uh, value looks pretty great. I'd believe it. Yeah, I think so too. Um, but yeah, it's uh, and the shots they do, man. I I don't. I gotta go back and like see which one or which people directed which ones. But uh, like this last one, I saw they did it. It was very effective the way they moved the camera. So and just bringing the characters into frame in different and creative ways. Um, it's something like, like I said, dude, I love Spielberg, and uh, he did it like every time in Jurassic Park. Same kind of thing. Um, I just love those shots. Uh, one thing that I would say that they should do less of is the uh, aerial, you know, video. I think that's that's kind of overused and overplayed. Um, okay. Like but I don't birds know. Out of you kind of thing, or just up in the yeah, air? yeah, just kind of like um, uh, you know, imagine sort of like a drone going over the prairie or whatever. Yeah. You know, it just it's bringing you into uh the it's bringing the viewer into the scene where the setting around and what's going on, um, and I think they just they do it a lot. I yeah. think they should, because we already know you're in Westworld. In- we don't need to see. <laughs> we don't need to see this over and over again. We know you're in the Wild West, Utah, wherever, Arizona, something like that. So, and you know, like but, one, uh, one other thing too that really needs yeah. to be said is, and I mean, I'm not like I'm not one to um, talk about matters like this, but there there's a certain amount of discrimination. There really does need to be an Eastworld. <laughs> <laughs> so, totally agree, man. Um, well, and you know, if you if you didn't watch uh, the last season. It's it's not really a spoiler anymore, but there's several worlds. There's not just uh, Westworld anymore. There's like a Japanese world, and, Eastworld, you know, samurai world or whatever. What? So that's crazy. Yeah, 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 absolutely. There's a bunch of them. So, so overall, what would you guys uh, rate Westworld? Like, Westworld's I know you've only dope. seen it. I'm not gonna lie. Um, from what I've seen, it's like pretty crazy. I give it like an eight. I need to watch a few more episodes before I feel like I can really give it, you know, a solid rating. But from what I've yeah. seen, I mean, it's really interesting. Everything looked like it was really well done. So I'd I'd go with Nick on that eight. Nice. Okay. So eight, solid eight. Um, no Rick and Morty, but we'll take it. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. Season four. Well, what are you What are you talking about, Morty? Uh, you're you know You're oh. not in your right mind. Uh, <laughs> oh, what are you talking about, Rick? Oh, I'm oh, not you're sure. Into me, Rick. I'm oh. very insecure. Oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, jeez, man. No. Hey, so uh, yeah, I'm gonna give it a. I'm gonna give it a nine. Honestly, I really enjoy it. Um, this oh. guy, one, one up. Yeah, I man. I had. I have to. If you guys give it an eight, I gotta give it a nine because I. <laughs> Dude, I'm not gonna lie. I watched the first season in like one day, so nice. <laughs> I'm a, I'm kind of a fanboy. You don't have much, so to do. I, I got to give it a nine. And it's it's mostly for its production value, not not so much um, storyline and stuff, but more so. Yeah, I yeah. Guess, I guess it's both. Whatever, you know. I give it a nine. That's why <laughs> I enjoyed it. <laughs> yeah, it's just it's pretty good. It's pretty good stuff. All right, now we're getting to the section called. Review previews. So I asked you guys before um, to go ahead and pick a trailer that you would like to review. Yes. So what have y'all decided to come up with? What which what's hot? What's so hot with the trailer? I am like super 
interesting. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> so I'm like super um, interested and um, like hyped on the new Obi Wan trailer that I just recently watched. See, I haven't seen it, so you gotta fill us in. Oh, Let's, so uh... it's super dope. So the Obi Wan trailer, it, uh, it has Ewan McGregor in it. It's Obi Wan, and it's like him, like just like going through the desert of Tatooine, and um, like you hear him, like kind of like talking to Qui Gon. He's like on a spiritual journey, or a Jedi journey. Yeah, <laughs> you know. <laughs> well, it's spiritual. It's all the same. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I guess it is a religion. Are that's Jedi's, true. Is, is is the Jedi like culture cult? That that's the next topic. There uh, is actually like a lot of them are in Australia. I recently read on Facebook, so I know it's true. There's Jedi's like the Force is a thing. Do they have lightsabers? <laughs> they believe the dude. I've actually. I'm not gonna lie. I met one at a bar one time. Uh, Was he a Jedi? Did he have a lightsaber? That's the, he. I don't know if he had a lightsaber, but he definitely had the like had robes and stuff. No, not even gonna lie. Yes, him and one other dude, and uh, one of my friends I was with. He was like hitting on her the whole time, and uh, when he left, he like leaned over and he was like, "Bye, baby." <laughs> he gave her a kiss, and she just stood there in fear, dude. It was hilarious. <laughs> but uh, yeah. So Andrew, uh, did you uh, happen to pick out a uh, preview or a review that you would like to talk about? Well, the movie that I'm most excited for coming up, Nick told me that you were thinking about using it for yours too, Venom. Man, ah, oh, why would you do that to me? That's yeah. the only one I'm like super excited. Oh. oh man, yeah, right. no, same here. Hey, it's okay. It. It's okay. Other than Infinity Wars, you know, I haven't been super stoked on any upcoming movies. Well, yeah. besides Super Troopers too, still haven't seen that. Well, uh, yeah. Yeah, came out 420. Yeah, so did J. Cole's album. Was a little too preoccupied to go see it. <laughs> I gotcha. All right. <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, well, Venom is going to be so good. Yeah, I know, right? And I heard about this, like, a year ago that Tom Hardy was in the works of making it, and they didn't release any, like, uh, you know, on-set pictures or anything like that, but it was confirmed that he was doing it, and I was like, dude, Tom Hardy in Marvel this is going to be awesome. <laughs> so I was like, dude, I, like from day one when I found out, I was like super excited about it. And the best part is, is now, you know, Sony and Marvel are linked up together. So I didn't know that. We can possibly, yeah. Okay. Marvel and Disney. Disney was purchased by Marvel. Or sorry, vice versa. Marvel was purchased by Disney. And then. Um, they really wanted to get the, uh, all the big comics, all, all the big characters they sold back in the nineties back, um, that they sold to different studios cause, uh, Marvel went bankrupt. So they sold Spider-Man to Sony and, uh, a couple of their, you know, like villains and stuff. So all the rights, <coughs> excuse me, all the rights went to, uh, went to Sony. So whenever they make a movie, um, yeah, they don't get anything from it. So there's a, what was called the Sony Marvel deal, and I'm not entirely sure. Like nobody really knows the details, but basically, um, it, it allowed the MCU to have Spider-Man and his characters in their cinematic universe, uh, rather than you know Andrew Garfield's um, Spider-Man and all that, you know Tobey Maguire and all those guys. Uh, so with Venom, it's Sony as well. So it's possible that it will be in the same cinematic universe, uh, but what we don't know is if we're going to see Spider-Man, um, Tom Holland's Spider-Man, 
in that same realm. Not sure if they're actually going to meet up. So uh, it's just food for thought, though. I want to see when they do the Spider-Man Deadpool mashup movie. How oh, that battle ever happen? But that's like, in just... the, like, don't they like in the comic? Books, I mean, that's, they become like that's best like, friends. That's like taking an R-rated movie and a PG movie, dude, and trying to mash them up. It <laughs> but just like, don't work. But like, don't they become like best friends, like in the comics? Uh, I can't. <laughs> I'm not gonna say I know that. I just know that they have like a thing going. You know what I mean, like bros. But I'm not. I don't know if that's true or not. Talking about Venom. I also wanted to ask if you knew if Carnage was going to be in this Venom or not. Wait, is he? So, all right. I don't know if it's going to be on this one, but here's what I can tell you. Okay. From what I've heard, uh, there's talks of Woody Harrelson being Carnage. Yeah. So is it confirmed? (laughs) I don't know. I just read an article that he wanted to play him or that he's possibly playing him. So... I hope so. <laughs> I would love to see him played by as you know, playing Carnage. That would be awesome. Did you get Michael but, uh, Michael Sarah to play Carnage? Oh gosh, no. Michael Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> actually, awful. actually, I mean, he's supposed to be a lunatic, but he does kind of look like him. You know, like just this weird, creepy dude stands in the corner, mm-hmm. super silent. Yeah. Hey. I could see it. <laughs> hey, you know. Okay. All right, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Yeah, I think uh, Michael Cera was just, uh, he just so happened to be walking down the street one day, and he accidentally walked onto a set, and uh, they were like, read your lines, and he was like, just kind of stood there awkwardly, and it was just all by accident. That's how I imagine him getting into show business. He's like, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't know. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Oh, man. Okay, all right, guys. It's it's time to play cinema trivia. You ready? Oh, Here's the rules. Y'all ready for the rules? Yeah. All right. We're going by a point system. Okay. Each person has one guess for each question. The first person to buzz in gets to answer, and if you get it right, you get one point. If you get it wrong, the second person has a chance to steal the point. The person with the most points at the end wins. Okay. Now here's the interesting part. Since we don't have a buzzer, <laughs> uh, you have to make a noise with your mouth and then proceed to answer. <laughs> we can literally see who the first Oh yeah, we yeah exactly. <laughs> Instant replay. <laughs> That's awesome. All right, you guys ready? All right, go. What year was Forrest Gump released? Oh dang. Um. Don't forget the buzzer. Hey, no, 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 no. Uh, we can't use Google. <laughs> I'm going to say 1983. No, I'm just kidding. Um, yeah, buzzer. I said 1992. I already said 1992. No, nope. 1992. 2005. 2006. Well, y'all both get one, one. Uh, 2007. Try. I can't believe you think that, <laughs> dude. Finding Nemo came out in like 2003, and you think Forrest Gump came after that? You're crazy, bro. No. <laughs> All right, guys. The answer is 1994. That's what I said. I'm so close. I said 92. I said 94. Yeah, you did say 92. You were really close. Okay. I said 94. All right. Which 1997 film? Stars Nicolas Cage, 
John Cusack and John Malkovich. Oh, it's um Oh damn. It's okay. Buzzer, 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 buzzer. I know this movie. Oh. You got to buzz in. I feel pretty. Well, <laughs> 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 no, I was trying to think of, like what it's the one with the with the with the Mustang, isn't it? Uh, I have no idea. Yeah, boo. Yeah, that sucks. Dude. What's it called? The name is Con Air. Oh, it's Con Air. Yeah, that's what I said. Yeah, what man. Horrible, horrible. All right, okay. Which '90s movies? I'm sorry. Which '90 movie? I can't talk. Which '90s movie featured the Looney Tunes on its soundtrack? Space Jam. Where's the buzzer? Space Jam. There you go. All right, one point for Nick. Zero for Andrew. All right. You suck. (laughs) Who was the assistant producer for the indie movie? (laughs) Without a paddle. (laughs) Okay, here's here's one. I mentioned the name earlier, so y'all should have it. Okay. In the first two Jaws films, what was the police chief's name? Zolly. (laughs) (laughs) Huh? (laughs) I have no idea. Tom Selleck. Tom Selleck. (laughs) Okay, all right. So, not the actor's name, but the character's name. I still go with Tom Selleck. No guesses? No guesses? Eh, Bubba. Yep. Sorry, guys. It's Sheriff Martin Brody. I can't believe it. <laughs> I said it earlier. <laughs> Forgot. Okay, all right. Nick might be able to get this one because he's a major nerd. <clears throat> uh, in the oh. movie Star Wars, oh, what shit, is the Emperor's last name? Uh, Palpatine. Dang it. Dang it. <laughs> <laughs> and it's two points for Nick. Woo! Dang it. Oh, oh man. man. I knew that one. I haven't gave you time. Do you know why Samuel Jackson has a purple lightsaber? Because he's the master. No, it's racism. He's the... What? <laughs> actually, it's... Oh, it's just him. Actually, actually... What he did was he went up to George. He was like, "What color can I have a lightsaber?" And George was like, "Well, guy, guy, bad guys have uh, red, and good guys have blue and green." He was like, "Could I have purple?" And that's how the conversation went. Wow, and that's and how he's, he got man. And that's Samuel Jackson. I just always wondered how that. And then eventually, like the um, like the Star Wars like universe created that Mace Windu had it because he controlled the light and the dark side. But it's just because Samuel Jackson was like, "Yeah, I want a purple lightsaber," and I'm Samuel Jackson. Samuel L. Jackson, so. Wow. Okay. <clears throat> it's on a webisode. That's uh, that's interesting. I'll have to look into that one. You will. Oh, got it. Got it. Here's a good one. Okay. Okay. What was Norman Bates' hobby in Psycho? Oh, um. Other than dressing up like his mom? Buzz in, please. <clears throat> other than dressing up like his mom? Yes. Eh, killing people. <laughs> That's not the answer we're looking for. Sorry. What's his hobby? 
I know it. That's the messed up part. Jeez, man, you're really bad at this. Yeah. We're, we do music, not movies. <laughs> Dang. All right, okay. It's uh, Taxidermy. When did the movie Dumb and Dumber come out? Oh, was that 93? Eh, 2003. <laughs> Wrong. Eh, Wrong. 93. No. <laughs> what are you doing? I, come on. Answering. Guys, I hate to tell you, but it actually came out in 94. It was probably Jim Carrey's best year. We he came both out with like I was three off movies by a year. year. I'm not going to lie. I, I, I knew coming into this I was going to suck it up. <laughs> it's okay, guys. It's okay. But, you know, it's 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 time to move on, okay? Um, all right, for this portion of Cinema Trivia, is for all the listeners, the viewers, the film fanatics, the movie buffs, I'm going to play a short film, a uh, short clip from a film, rather, and you have to figure out what it is. Uh, now, this will be part of the podcast from now until the show ends, and hopefully in the near future we can start giving out prizes for this portion. But for now, it's all for fun. So uh, I'm going to play this and listen closely and see if you know what the movie it's from. I said there is no reason for my fear. This is a dream come true. I feel so secure we're together You give my life direction You make everything so clear And even as I wonder I'm keeping you in sight You're a candle in the window On a cold dark winter's night And I'm getting closer So here's a hint. It came out in 2012. If you think you know what it is, take a screenshot of the cover art for the movie and post it to Instagram with the hashtag FilmFanPodcast. And in the caption, put the title of the movie and which episode of FilmFan you're listening to. If you do this, I'll try my best to give a shout out to you in the next episode. Alright guys, we've we've talked about a lot. Okay, to recap, we, we talked about Netflix's and chilling. Rebirth. <laughs> and we talked about Westworld. Talked about, oh man, what, what Venom and the Obi-Wan Kenobi trailer, right? Yes. Yeah. And we had some awesome trivia that you guys did terrible at. <laughs> we really did. <laughs> but you know what, I, next I, time I just, we're going to come with the heat with the trivia, so you better watch really? it Really? Okay, yeah. Well, I mean, I really hope you guys do your homework. Hopefully I'll come up with some really good ones. Maybe y'all will uh, actually know. Uh, I'll try to do some more recent movies, and maybe I'll be able to find something like that. But I'm a fan of the old stuff, so I appreciate you guys, you know, coming out and recording this podcast with me. I also want to thank Brotastic Nerdum for kind of giving me the push to start doing something that I really enjoy. Um, yeah, if you guys haven't already like the Facebook page we got, it's uh, Film Fan Podcast. It's the easiest way to find it. Uh, you can find us on Instagram, also Film Fan Podcast, and on email, which is just filmfanpodcast at gmail.com. <laughs> so if you guys have any suggestions for 
future movies or TV shows or anything like that, hit us up, and uh, we're looking forward to it. Anything you guys from Authentic Airwaves want to say? Um, just uh, be on the lookout for Uncommon Hoodlum coming um, July 1st, and then um, hopefully like sometime in June. Uh, we got some music videos coming out, too. Um, so a bunch of projects coming out, and then also we have um, one, uh, one of our bands, No, I'm the Leader, dropping um, their album here soon, I believe. Um, I think Andrew's got a little bit more on that. That's right. No, I'm the Leader is going to be dropping uh, an album in the next month or two called Ancient Arrival. It's going to be a seven-track album of madness, so uh, you guys better be ready for that. All right, and uh, they can find all this on a website, right? Y'all got a website that's coming out soon, or y'all have already made it? What's that called? Yeah, go to our website, uh, AuthenticAirwaves.com. We're still working on it. It's pretty much done, though. Uh, if anything, you'll be able to check out some of the things we've already uh, gotten recorded, mixed and mastered. So Yeah, and you'll be able to contact us, too. So Also, <laughs> uh, on the off chance that anyone out there is listening that needs to buy a beat, we sell beats on that website, too. Go check it out. Right on. All right, guys. Once again, thanks so much for coming. Uh, I think that's it. We're pretty much done here. We're going to go ahead and sign off. All right, guys, we'll see you guys next week on Film Fan. Yeah.